Welcome back, everybody. 8.35 a.m. Friday, December 16th. Um, Chicago, Illinois. How could I forget? The Lightning City. And as always, you are listening to Creator Radio. On today's episode of Creator Radio, I will be going over and reviewing uh, Industry Plant by Ian Dior. A new album. I'm going to be giving you guys all my thoughts all my takes on this album, Industry Plant, and then we're going to go and talk about who Ian Dior is. Um, well, actually, we're going to start with who, who he is, a little background information, what he's doing, the type of music that he makes, uh, the influences that he takes from the past and the present, and how he kind of morphs everything together. So should be a really good episode, really excited. Um, so yeah, let's let's hop right into it. We're going to go over, like I said, background information on Indior. We'll do some reactions, and then we'll give you guys some top tracks, a rating, and then a conclusion. Um, so yeah, perfect. Okay. Background information. Uh, you know, brand new artist, um, <clears throat> Ian Dior, I-A-N-N-D-I-O-R on all streaming pl- uh, platforms. Go research him. Go see his music. Go see what's up. See if you like it. Um, I'm a fan. But his real name is Michael Ian Olmo. O-L-M-O. Olmo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He was born on March 25th, 1999 in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, He is a Puerto Rican rapper, singer, songwriter. Um, Some of his most well-known Tracks are Emotions and Gone Girl. Gone Girl is probably the most well-known. That has Trippy Red on it. Um, and yeah, and both of which have received over 50 million plays on Spotify. Um, so both, you know, he's making noise in the industry as far as um, a, an up-and-coming artist. Um, yeah. And then let's talk about his genres. So this is a big part of the show, and this will be touched upon a lot. Um, but the different genres that he incorporates into his music. Um, where is he getting his influences? How is he blending everything? What is you know what is the way that he's doing to achieve what these goals? And you hear hip-hop. You hear trap music. You hear this emo punk rock feel to it and then you you hear a lot of r&b with his with his uh with his voice and his lyrics and his you know melodies it's beautiful voice incredible voice um but puts a very unique spin on it by incorporating the punk rock the rap the emo you know sound and then also on top of that incorporating hip-hop beats and trap music and i think that those combinations of things really puts him in a a unique space in the modern era. Um, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about about that later in the conclusion. But right now we're gonna go into some of the reactions that I had about Industry Plant. Um, I just have a couple notes here, so I have some talking points. Uh, rings true to the emo rap vibe. Uh, he does a really good job of taking unique sounds that you know embody what that genre is and then he blends them all really really well together he does it in the and you can hear the production on it pretty good quality production nothing seems rushed nothing seems um like scrapped together it all seems pretty thoughtful because to 
I just think in the at face value, you're taking a bunch of different samples, you're taking a bunch of different um, inspirations, and kind of blending them all together. So you have this like punk rock vibe with trap beats to really give the song a little bounce, and then the, his vocals are very, I think, R&B like bass, great vocals, very you know, like melodic voice. Um, and yeah, he talks a lot about relationships. That's another big theme in R&B is relationships with your lady or your your fella or your significant other. You know, whatever creator biases or creator radio is no bias towards sexual orientation or sexual desire. So whatever you know you prefer, uh, it does it does apply to your life in some way. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think it just has a blanket statement. Uh, no discriminations here on Creator Radio. Uh, we we want to hear from everybody, um, no matter who you are, what type of music you like like to listen to, sexual preference, gender, race, ethnicity, all of the above. Um, we love love for you to join the family here at Creator Radio. So I know that's kind of off topic, but I think it's a big a big thing to say um, that we are an all inclusive family here. And um, we, I welcome you to join. That would be great. Uh, but getting back to the music, uh, we're going to talk about the features. Very limited features. You know, maybe that's because he's a new artist. Maybe because that's just choice. But we have Travis Barker, a drummer. I want to double check that Travis Barker is a famous drummer. I believe he is because I've heard his name before. One second. Mm-mm. Yes, an American musician. Um, yeah, he the drummer for uh, Blink-182. I should have known that. That's crazy to me. Um, yeah, I should have known that. But drummer, Blink-182, huge influence in my life. Um, didn't even realize that he was the drummer until now. Uh, so, you know, that shows a little bit of my age and a little bit of my ignorance. Uh, Travis Barker, Trippy Red, Gunna, and then Fem, P-H-E-M. Not really sure who they are. I'm not sure if it's male, female, or other. Um, but I think that the this we're talking about this idea of incorporating different sounds, incorporating different genres. If you look at just the features, that should give you a little bit of, of a hint that this is happening. So Travis Barker, Blink-182 freaking drummer rocker punk rock to the nine trippy red emo kind of rap melodic sound you know he's not a hundred percent rapper he's not a hundred percent um you know rock or or emo rap or whatever you want to say he's a he's a mix of those two and then gonna trap you know very uh atlanta you know uh trap music um young thug Gonna little baby, uh, all those guys. The, so and then Femme don't really know their music too much, but so you got punk rock, you got emo rap, and then you got trap beats, and you got all of those things are again all incorporated into Ian Dior's music. So little nugget for you. You just want to look at the features list. It will give you a lot of insight to who he is and the music that he's trying to make. Um, and I put here versatile young artist. Agreed. Very versatile. Um, and I love I love how he's incorporating these different sounds into his music. Um, so 
I think what I want to talk about next is the album as a whole. So when I listen to albums, um, a big criteria for me is, okay, do I like, obviously, do I like the music? Are there any singles that I'm, I'm leaning towards? Anything that I, you know, I would uh, like to dance to, like to party to? Those are usually like my criteria, but especially for an album of 15 tracks or above, this is 15 right there. Um, it's really about how cohesive is the album to me? Uh, how cohesive is the album start to finish? Um, can I sit there and listen to the entire thing and not want to pull my hair out? Um, and this really does the job. I think that this is a very cohesive album. And you would think it's hard to have all these different influences and, and pull them all together. But I think there's one thing that is being used, one instrument that, that's being used that really uh, is the glue to all of this. And, and, and obviously, I mean, other than maybe like the piano, um, the guitar is probably the most versatile instrument that you could use for all types of music, you know. Um, but what he's doing here and the production on, it just seems like every song, the core of it is a guitar. Whether the guitar is doing a, a, you know, a classic rock and roll lick or a punk rock, like heavy strum, or it's even going even deeper and it's using the guitar and each string and each note on the guitar as, as, as a, a beat for trap music and, and hip hop music. Uh, you know, each string, each note becomes uh, a part of a of a you know a sequence that can be used for a beat. Really, really interesting stuff. The production on this album doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel um, sloppy. And I think that you have to be very careful of what you're doing, especially when you're taking all these different like genres of music and throwing them together. That you have to really pick and choose where the things can connect between two genres and when they where they cannot connect between two genres and to do that between 15 songs um i think he did a really really good job and this is his first album in dior's first full album out on spotify apple music all streaming platforms i definitely suggest you guys go listen to it um but yeah cohesive album really love the different influences loved how he brought back that feel of kind of a punk rock teen angst type of feel. We'll talk about this a little bit more in the conclusion, but really like that as well. Um, so we're gonna uh, so we're gonna rate the album. I'm gonna give you guys some of the tracks that I really like the most and some highlights that I think you guys should go listen to, and then we'll do a conclusion and we'll wrap it up and we'll and we'll and I'll tell you why I think uh, this was a pretty solid. Pretty solid album uh, for the rookie, in Dior. So we'll do rating. I'm giving this a 7.5. Um, if you guys know the, the scoring, we do figure skater scoring. So whole numbers and decimals, or, or a rating with decimals included. Uh, this, of course, was taken from the One Bite Everybody Knows the Rules. Uh, El Prez, a.k.a. Dave Portnoy at Barstool Sports. Um and, of course, figure skating scoring. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this a 7.5. Um, some of the top tracks that I really enjoyed. Well, two of the, the first two, Gone Girl and What Is Real, those, those are both singles that Ian Dior put out previously. And then to give a little bit of hype towards the album 
and then put them on the album to obviously increase streaming numbers and you know hopefully get it to gold or or platinum or whatever the I think gold is probably what this album is going to hit um so gone girl what is real what is real has been on repeat for me I love that song uh lately uh yourself into deep so into deep I want to talk about this really briefly that was the that was taken from the Sum 41 song, Into Deep, that they took pretty much the whole um, melody and beat to that and then just changed the lyrics. So that wasn't a complete remake, but it was a really, I think it was a nice nod um, to where Ian Dior's taking all this inf- inspiration from, a really nice nod to, you know, that early 2000s punk rock feel and to Sum 41. Um, I think, yeah, I, it it was refreshing to hear another version of that song and it definitely brought me back to when I first listened to to that song and like when I was, you know, um, you know, high school, middle school. Um, and then moving on, never is enough. Great song off the album, uh, strings with gunna. Good song. Got a little repetitive to me, um, at the end of it, but it was a solid song and it's one of the more streamed ones. Uh, stay for a while. I think that's the outro song, but a really nice palette cleanser, a really nice wrap up to the album, uh, you know, is a little bit on the lighter side, a lot of guitar, just his vocals, very beautiful. So I, I enjoyed that one. And then two songs that are not on the album, but I am a big fan of, uh, Romance 361 and then Pouring, P-O-U-R-I-N-G, Pouring, Pouring Lean, um, that's that's the song. Uh, that's a really it's catchy, very catchy. <clears throat> really like dancing to that one. Um, made me feel good. So, and that one was on repeat for a little bit too. So I like pouring. Uh, yep, seven point five out of ten. Good score. And then the conclusion to all this, I just wanna I wanna give Ian Dior credit for. Um, how do I put this? He made he made punk music punk rock music relevant again at least for me or at least in his own way because this whole album um it really was like a nod to the feelings that i had when i was listening to punk rock so you know you would when i was younger there was you know bowling for soup and some 41 blink 182 green day all american rejects um you know all that all that punk punk-ish music, punk rock music, you know, those things were a lot of, uh, or, you know, what are those other ones? Um, well, whatever. There's other bands that I'm not thinking of. Um, but there was a lot of, there's a big vibe to that type of music, especially if you enjoyed punk rock music. You know what I'm saying. You know, you know how I feel. Um, it's almost a release of stress, anger, anxiety, frustration, whatever it, it may be, and all comes out in, in in the music, you know, you feel your, it's very head-banging music, a lot of like, you know, just, it is a release, but the problem is that that music from that time period, it feels very dated in, in 2019, 2020, you know what I mean, like it's, it, people will definitely judge you if that's the only type of music that you listen to, like, they might think, oh yeah, you know, this is this is okay, this is pretty good, but I, you know, I wouldn't listen to this on a regular basis, and I understand why. Some of it gets repetitive, some of it gets um, a little screechy, a little vocally, like 
you know, some screaming uh, can occur in, in that punk rock era. Um, some chords don't really sound too good put together. Some of it's a little hard to listen to. Uh, again, a kind, kind of repetitive. Um, so for me, this album brought back all those feelings, all those emotions, and that type of vibe from punk rock music, and just put a nice, a nice spin on it. You know, you incorporated the trap beats, you incorporated the hip hop music, you incorporated that R&B, the vocals, um, that melodic sound. I don't feel embarrassed listening to this album. I can dance to it. I can party to it. I can send it to friends. Some friends have told me that they that they didn't know who Indior was, and one of my friends said he gets a Juice World vibe from this music, and I think it's a good a good way to put it into perspective. If you don't know who Ian Dior is, it's kind of like Juice World, where some of it's a little bit more uh, emotional. So that's where you get all that punk rock stuff, that that type of vibe. But then it's hip hop music. It's it's trap music. It's it's very refreshed to to the modern era. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I feel. Big nod to Ian Dior um, and the Industry Plant album. I was a fan. I was a big fan. I think it's a great way for him to start off his career. Uh, once again, 7.5. And yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to Creator Radio. I'm your host, Andres Benitez, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we are out here. So I think next episode... Uh, a little little sneak peek, but we're going to talk about the DePaul men's basketball team playing possessed 9-0. and Go Blue Demons! Woo! Super excited to talk about um, the DePaul men's basketball team and the implications that they have on this year as far as the school and the future for DePaul. Um, so that's a little sneak peek for the next episode. But once again, if you have any questions or comments or concerns or you just want to reach out and say what's up uh, you can email me at creatorcompany401 at gmail.com that's creator c-r-e-a-t-o-r company c-o-m-p-a-n-y 401 at gmail.com creatorcompany401 at gmail.com for any questions comments and concerns and if you don't know, now you know. Creator Radio is now on Spotify. What's good? Um, if you guys want to listen to that, I'm going to drop uh, the link in the Anchor uh, bio as well as my Instagram bio. Please go follow the show. Go, you know, please follow the show. Free, no subscription, having to do it. Um, it shows me that the platform's growing. shows me that people are listening, um, you know. I, you know, I hope that you guys are enjoying what you're listening to. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear any comments or questions from you guys and just be able to respond to some things on, on the show. But yeah, if you guys could go follow us on Spotify and, and or email us at creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys again so much for listening. Andres Benitez, 933 a.m. Chicago, Illinois, Lightning City. And I'll catch you next time. Peace.